You found your home for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Welcome to another Tuesday here on the Ken Miller Show. Trent Condon in tow. We are here until 2, talking the world of sports with you for the next couple of hours. Then a couple hours of national programming, more local programming later on in the day as you get set to drive home uh, from 4 to 6. Jimmy B and TC will be here. Uh, welcome again. Ken Miller Show. You can email the program, kenmillershow at gmail.com. Uh, and we appreciate you uh, coming aboard here. A busy show. Uh, Gary Ryma, the voice of the UNI Panthers, coming up at about uh, 1220. We'll get a uh, kind of a perspective, a game week look at the Panthers as they get set to, for the second straight year, invade Ames on a Saturday night to lift the lid on both of their respective seasons. Zubin Mahente from ESPN. He'll join us from Bristol, uh, out in Connecticut at the, about 1240. Then we're going to switch gears, do a lot of NFL conversation in the 1 o'clock hour. Frank Schwab, the shutdown corner at Yahoo Sports. Frank is a very busy guy uh, posting content like uh, like crazy over there. Uh, he will join us to talk some NFL and in his regular spot, Mitch Holtis, at about 140 for you Chiefs fans. So we've got both of uh, KBGG, the big talkers, football teams in the show today. The Panthers, who will hear their home and away schedule on Saturdays here on the Big Talker. And the Chiefs will hear their home home and away schedule throughout the season right here on the Big Talker KBGG 1700. Trent, how are you today, my friend? Good to see you. Yeah, good seeing you too, Ken, and uh, not too bad. Uh, a light night of sports for me last night. Little Cubs, Little Royals. That was So where'd you watch the Cubs? That's my first question, because well, they weren't on. They were not on television. Yeah. Highlight package for that one. Right. It was uh, a night with the little one. I'm gearing up. Twins finally had an off day. They played a doubleheader last Monday. Had a game all the White way White Sox, right? Yep. Yeah. Five games in They four split days. that DH, I want to say. Lost they the first did. one and came back and won big in the second. And then they lost the final two games of the series to yep. lose. And now the White Sox make their way up to Target Field this week. Yes. So, the next uh, couple of days. With the Twins off, I decided to take a little break from deep dive into sports last night. It was good. Good to reconnect with the family. Yeah, well, you got to do that every now and then. I did the same thing. I'm building up my bank account, my yep, Goodwill bank yep. account. In fact, it's got to be absolutely jam-packed. <laughs> uh, I went to a Wind River this past weekend movie. Um, I've been actually looking forward to seeing it. And it was opening nationwide except Des Moines. It finally got to Des Moines. Uh, went and saw that. Uh, but last night, you know, no Cubs because it's blacked out. I still don't understand this. I, I really and truly don't. Um, it's 2017. I pay for the uh, for the major league package so if you're gonna black me out of the cubs let me watch the opposing team's feed sure i don't care who is calling the game right? right but you're blacked out there too uh tonight the good news is it's on csn plus the white Sox and the twins are on normal uh comcast board what's about to change to nbc did you see that i did yeah, yeah. nbc sports network right Chicago. so that's about to, that's about to change but the cubs are on tv tonight so we'll be able to watch the cubs arietta on the mound tonight montgomery was unbelievable by all accounts i followed the game on twitter you know what i watched last night uh, my blow jays i mean i'm not going to watch too many more games yeah. toronto games this year uh season's obviously going down the drain dan shulman the voice of sunday night baseball He's another fine Canadian lad, um, and and he does. I'd probably want to say thirty to 
35, maybe 40 home games when he's not working for ESPN. He lives in Toronto, and he does a lot of the home games for the Blue Jays this year, along with former catcher Buck Martinez. Do you remember Buck? Played before your time, probably. I remember him as a manager. Do you? Yes, but I don't remember him as a player. He had, I mean, Google this one day, if you're, but you know, don't. <laughs> he broke his leg in a, a collision at home plate against, I want to say the Mariners, and it was, it was it was one of those nasty ones. Not Lawrence Taylor, Joe Theismann nasty, but but this was nasty. So anyways, I watched uh, the Blue Jays and the Red Sox last night. If you're a baseball fan and you don't have, to have a team and you just like plays, you like greatness, mm-hmm. Kevin Pillar is the Blue Jays center field. I'm not going to attempt to spend a ton of time on the Jays. Trust me, we've got lots of things to get to. This guy is known for his acrobatic, oh, my God, I can't believe he made that catch. Mm-hmm. He's got another one last night, Trent. He's got probably five or six that every time I, oh, it's the best catch of his life. Oh, my God, I can't believe he outdid his last. This one last night, I showed it to you. It's amazing. Well, let's listen to the call from last this night. This is Dan Schulman. This is Dan Schulman on the call, and you got to see video along with it. Get on your machine right now yeah. and get on it. But here's the call last night from Dan Schulman. Betts tonight 0 for 2. As Betts drives the ball to right center field. Pilar got it! What a sensational catch by Kevin Pilar! We've seen a lot of these throughout the years, Ken. And uh, another great one last night. I still contend for the best center fielder in the game. Kiermaier? No. Who? Resides north on I-35, Byron Buxton. He's And look, the, his series this past weekend in Toronto did nothing but elevate his stock trend. He's going to be a superstar. Now, he was a little slower maybe getting to the point he's at mm-hmm. now. And I don't want to say that, well, look, you're a Twins fan. You could, you'll, I'll let you speak for them. It seemed like there was some frustration there that mm-hmm. maybe the hype was – you know, a little bit over the top, at least early. But you could see what everybody else has is now seeing, and he's arrived. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. I yes. mean, if he can make that play and if he can oh. outdo Kevin Ballard, then he's legit. And athleticism is certainly there. But, but speed the with him. speed is incredible. The way that he gets to balls that you just don't get to. Now, now when did he run? Did he hit an inside the park home run within the last? I think he did. Where was ago. that? A couple of Saturdays ago, I want to say. It was over the weekend. Yeah. And hit it up. It was against, I don't remember who they were playing, but up against the right field wall, yeah. center right field. It bounced back. And he got around the bases in 15 seconds. It's crazy. Think of that. I know. Around the bases mm-hmm. in 15.7 seconds, something like that. I, I saw some numbers. This was before This was before going into Sunday. His numbers. Uh, began the year 4 for 49, mm. 24 strikeouts. Since then, he's hitting 275. His uh, slugging percentage, 338, 450. Uh, Home run totals up to what? He's at 13 on the year. Just some incredible numbers that have come out since July 1st. He's hitting 350. Is he really? And that, how old is he? Sample size 23. 23. 23. So years he'll be old. there for a while. He is becoming a superstar. No, I agree with you. And and I always contend if if he just played, if he hit 250 on base, you know, 310, 320, something mm-hmm. like that. With the great speed he has, he'd be fine with a little bit of pop. Hit you 12, 15 homers. And he's going to do that. He's going to do more than that. Probably, yeah. And with the defense that he plays, over the last 10 years, baseball perspective, the best center fielder for a single season was Kiermaier, I think, three years back. He's really good. He is outpacing him. He has a chance to save 30 runs over the course of a season defensively. That's what speed will do for you. It's it's amazing. And Mm -hmm. watching this team game in and game out like I do, Mm -hmm. fly ball, it's caught. Yeah. Gapper. Probably going to be caught. Outrunning the baseball. 
Nice to have one of those guys on the team you root for. All right, lots of baseball conversation in the days to come. But this is game week. It's football week. And look, we're not going to uh, ignore baseball. Baseball, after all, has got us from April for the most part until we're at now. But it just seems like it's each and every year we get to the game week. And uh, King football elbows Major League Baseball to the back burner. Um, in September, it gets, I don't want to say ignored, but certainly uh, doesn't get the focus that it probably deserves. And in a two-hour show, with the two needle movers getting back in action, and that's Iowa and Iowa State. You can understand why baseball does sometimes at time take a back seat. Trent, I, I'm glad we started with Buxton because I, I like starting positive. This Where I want to go next is a... It's sad, it's disappointing, it's alarming, and what I'm referring to is the Jake Knott arrest uh, at Sportsman's Warehouse in Ankeny, which is uh, right off the first exit in Delaware. It's um, it, it shares the parking lot. I want to say with Old Chicago. It's okay. it's, it's a big facility, um, and there's a um, is it a CVS pharmacy or a Walgreens? And anyways, across the street from Walgreens, it's, it's you know what it is. It's almost right across the street from Carl Chevrolet. Okay, yep, right across the street from Carl Chevrolet. And 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 Jake Knott has um, he, twice. Uh, the first time he wasn't caught, but he returned to, I guess, the scene of the crime, if you want to, I don't want to over-dramatize it. It's what it was. He uh, walked out with a bunch of merchandise, and then four days later, according to the police report, came back to the store where he was recognized and was um, about to pull uh, an, another shoplifting uh, adventure, if you want to call it that. And uh, he was arrested. A lot of speculation out there. I've talked to a number of people that um, will tell me that, you know, everybody's worst fear that, you know, why does a former NFL player, and again, it didn't end well for Jake Knott. He tried to cut corners. He was caught using PEDs. He was suspended. And after that, look, he's a fringe player to begin with, right? He was a fringe player at at that level, which goes to show you just how good you have to be and what it takes to move from college to the NFL or college to the NBA, whatever your whatever the sport may be, and the athlete that you admire when he's wearing your team's colors, uh, Jake was a great college player. I don't think anyone will ever ignore what he did at the college level. But just to go to the NFL, where everybody's bigger, stronger, faster, and he tried to cut corners, got caught, suspended, and the career went downhill after that. But we remember him for playing with a, you know, with one arm essentially in his final game with Iowa State, and apparently. The painkillers and the opioids have unfortunately uh, taken over uh, his life. And when you are shoplifting in order to pay for your habit, Mm -hmm. you've hit rock bottom. I mean, your money is gone. You have, I would at least assume, you have uh, gone through every family possibility or um, friends that that have tried to help you. And, And if you're shoplifting in order to pawn those stolen goods or to sell them in order to get money to feed your addiction, you need help in the worst way. And this is the ugly underbelly of King football, as you like to call it, Ken. This is the things that we don't like to talk about. Sometimes maybe we look the other way when you see things like But we should. But we should. Opioids kill thousands of people in this country every year, and it's becoming... You know what? I'll say this about it, uh, about the opioid crisis. And I don't know if, if maybe I just didn't pay attention before, but I'm hearing more opioid crisis stories, whether it be on TV, whether it be in print, whether it be online. It seems as though what the concussion was maybe six, eight, ten years ago when yeah. we didn't know or didn't talk about concussions, 
it's been kind of replaced by the opioid crisis that we're hearing about more. It's becoming, it, it's it's out there now and it should be. And the addiction that is out there. I've, mm-hmm. I've told you before, Ken, that I fought some addiction in my family. Uh, my dad was had an addiction for a number of years and, and it's incredibly difficult to go through. And as you, you look and you see somebody that is this prominent, this well-known, a, a beloved figure, mm-hmm. a Central Iowa kid, a CIML kid that went up to Iowa State and did it right and had his shot in the NFL and, and it was taken away because of injuries. Mm-hmm. And, and then you see the road that it goes down. You know, it, it leads to what more needs to be done at the NFL level, what needs to be done at the college level, and even at the high school level when a kid, when the game's taken away from him from injuries, when that happens, concussions, like you mentioned, the different things that can happen to a football player, but for the most part, they're just thrust aside and say they, they put it in the context of, well, we'll find somebody else, next man in, right? Yeah. We hear that all the time. doesn't right. matter what, uh, what side of the state, next man in. Well, there also is a guy. This is a person you're talking mm-hmm. about that is getting stepped over for that next guy in. Well, hopefully one of those Cyclone fans, football fans, uh, that rooted for him, that um, you know, that they cheered for, hopefully there's somebody out there that is willing to reach out to him. And I, look, I, I don't claim to know the family one bit, but you just have to wonder you know, are they at the end of their rope as so many are, right? As so many families, they, they've done all that they can. There's nothing more that they can do. It's tearing them apart as a family a lot of times. And I don't, I'm not saying this is the case with the knots, but it is the case with so many families out there that, that are struggling with somebody who is addicted to fill in the blank. Um, it's a terrible story. And when I saw that yesterday, it was very apparent very quickly that this guy is at absolute rock bottom for him to be in this spot and for him to be willing to risk the shame and the embarrassment that must have come along with this last 24 hours. With that, Ken, we got to take a break. We're going to talk a little Iowa State in a roundabout way coming up in the game on the field coming up Saturday Would, night. Real quick, yeah. um, you follow you and I very closely. Yes. Is, is I mean, they got a lot of new coaches. They do. Is, and then there was what? They were below 500 last year, right? Correct. Five and five Were and they six. five and six last five year? And six. Is is this another kind of non? Because he because he spoiled the fan base there for for so many years. Yep. Are they kind of? Is this another one of those years that uh, not forgettable, but maybe not the way the fan base wants it to turn out? At least where we sit today. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. And I know we're going to talk with Gary Ryman next, and he'll see it differently. He'll he'll have expectations as we know. He loves Gary this team. Do. Yes, but. You know, with a new coach, I mean, it's basically a completely new coaching staff. It's, mm-hmm. it's Jeremiah and, and Farley, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And it's all new pieces there. There's got to be some kind of learning curve that has to happen. And the behemoth that has become North Dakota State. That's they're changed, not going away. That, that has changed the complexion. South Dakota State's going to be incredibly good yeah. this year. The How about Missouri, Iowa reaching out and grabbing Polisek from that staff, right? Yeah. This is the old coordinator, and he's the, now the offensive line coach at the University of Iowa. That just goes to show you that uh, they're a heavy head. Yes, it's a good move for Iowa yeah. and a move certainly that makes sense for him. I think you and I, the culture has changed at both the FCS level and, more importantly, the Missouri Valley Football Conference level. When he was winning, well, at the time, Gateway Conference into the NBC mm-hmm. Football Conference, it was a different league. 
it's heavyweights now. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's got a long ways to go to keep up with the, what both Dakota schools really are doing right now. Mm-hmm. South Dakota State, the Jackrabbits. Yeah, a lot of people really like good. them. Yep, yeah. absolutely. All right, it's the Ken Miller Show here on the Big Talker 1700 KBGG, the voice of the UNI Panthers. You'll hear him right here all season long, whether it be football or men's basketball. Gary Rimas set to join us next. It's the Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker. We'll be right back. 1700 KBGG is the big talker in Des Moines with Jimmy B and TC. Noon to 3, sports talk that rocks. 1700 KBGG. It's that time of the year again. Football is right around the corner. Draft House 50, best spot in Central Iowa to catch your Cyclones, Hawkeyes, and every NFL game. Over 50 TVs, 50 beers on tap, and the best burgers in town. Draft House 50, your place for all things sports. When you choose Ankeny Towing for your 24-hour towing and roadside assistance needs, you'll get the fast service you need from their courteous and reliable team. From towing for cars and motorcycles to accident recovery, jump starts, lockouts, fuel delivery, tire changes, and more, you'll get superior service from Ankeny Towing. Ankeny Towing is the preferred towing provider for most insurance companies. They're on call 24-7. Program 515-964-9816 into your phone now for Ankeny Towing. That's 515-964-9816. Ankeny Towing, your reliable Reliable towing. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. If your basement leaks or floods, or if you have mold, mildew, or a musty smell, call Midwest Basement Systems today to request a free basement waterproofing estimate. As Iowa's premier basement waterproofing and foundation repair contractor, Midwest Basement Systems will send one of their certified basement waterproofing specialists to visit your home and conduct a thorough inspection of your basement's foundation. Whether you're a beginner or an experienced golfer, practice makes you, well, can make you perfect. Willow Creek Golf Course is a great place to do just that. Their driving range is open and ready for you to get just a little better. There's lots of room, grass tees, and even a practice green. Call for more information at 515-285-4558 or visit willowgolf.com. That's willowgolf.com. Willow Creek Golf Course on Southeast Willow Creek. Hey, it's Trent Condon here from Jimmy B and TC. If you've been talking and thinking about improving your health, I have an idea for you. Do what I did. Call New Leaf Wellness. My weight had been increasing, my endurance during workouts was waning, and I was just feeling sluggish. New Leaf Wellness put together a program to help me lose weight, improve my energy, and they can do the same for you. Call New Leaf Wellness today at 515-650-1358 to schedule a free, no-obligation consultation. That's 515 650 
1358 for New Leaf Wellness. And tell them TC sent you. Hi folks, Mike from JLM Shooter Supply here, inviting you to visit our full-service gun shop. Whether you are precision rifle shooting, competing in handgun matches, or just out plinking with the family, we have everything you might need. We offer all types of firearms, ammunition, and accessories, as well as all types of gunsmithing services. We've been here since 1988, and we won't be undersold by the big stores, and no one can match our service after the sale. We're on the corner of 70th and Douglas in Urbandale, or we can be reached at 515-331-1577. We're JLM Shooter Supply. See you soon. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. As many of you know, severe weather and hail swept through central Iowa and the Des Moines metro. Wolf Construction was here long before these storms, and will be here long after. We're much more than a pickup and a ladder. Our roofing team is here to serve you for years to come. With our one-day get-it-done approach, we're known as a roofing machine. Call Wolf Construction for a free estimate at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. At Wolf Construction, we take your roof personally. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. show on the big talker 1700 kbgg trent condon is here as well he's here until we're here until two o'clock trent and jimmy b back on the airwaves uh coming up today from four until six this hour still to come zubin mahente from espn spent a lot of time in the market locally was with woi for many many years Around the turn of the century, if memory serves. Uh, let's get to Gary Rima. You'll hear him right here on the Big Talker 1700. Uh, throughout the uh, football season and into men's basketball, both the home and away voice here in Des Moines, once again, is 1700 KBGG. Gary, Ken, and Trent, how are you, sir? Well, great to be on with you two. What a combo that is with, with Ken and TC. I love it. I love it. And, guys, hey, it's game week. I tell you, we it, it seems like it came fast. I've talked to some people again today, and they're like, man, where'd the summer go? Football this Saturday. I'm like, yeah, but we're ready. We are ready for some football. So, uh, hey, let's tee it up and, and see what the Panthers can do here in 2017. Well, we know what they did in 2016, Gary. They marched into Jack Trice Stadium in uh, the very first game for Matt Campbell as the newly minted head coach of the Cyclones. It didn't go well for them. I still think it was that touchdown at the end of the first half off a a timeout, and then Farley decides instead of kicking the field goal to, uh, you know what, we're going to run the football. I think that was the turning point in the football game when they, you know, when when he did uh, when Farley did elect to go for the uh, for the six points at that point, but um, look, it, it's a, it's a different year this year. Do you, would you will you go down there with me, Gary? As you think back to last year, that that might have been the turning point in the football game. Yeah, I, I really think you're absolutely right. In fact, I was just talking about that the other day, and and I I think you know Coach Farley, he's been uh, second guessed and maligned a little bit in some big games where people thought he got a little conservative and settled for a field goal or punted when maybe on a fourth and short to keep a drive going and keep the ball out of the opponent's hands, he should have gone for it. I I think his thinking and philosophies changed a little bit in recent years to where, you know what, when you're in a game against a Big 12 opponent and you got a chance to deliver a 
a big blow like that and, and, and punch it in for a touchdown and not settle for three, it, it sends a message to your team for, for one thing. You're saying, hey, you know, we are here to win this game. We're not here just to play close, see if we can, you know, be in it in the final minutes. We got a chance right now maybe to deliver a, a death blow. And, and that's the thing that I've heard him talk more about, too, is just the fact that you can win or lose a game anywhere during that, that four-quarter game. It, it may be a big play in the first quarter that ends up ultimately deciding who wins and who loses because of a, a certain decision or, or what happened on the field. So I, I think we're going to see more of that, guys, and especially when, you're, when you are the underdog, you're up against a Big 12 opponent, you're on the road, in their house. If you got a chance to go for it on fourth and short instead of settling for a field goal, I, I think you roll the dice and say, hey, we got we got to make something happen right here, and, and they did that last year. Yeah, no doubt. Gary, let's get to the here and now um, with with this year. And then, you know, going back, and I'm not saying this, to, you know, to pat myself on the back. I, like a lot of people, thought that you and I could beat Iowa State last year, and, and as we know, they did. It feels different this year, Gary. It just does. And and I don't know why. Maybe it's the, you know, it's still the the five and six in the back of your mind. The yep. the fact that, that maybe for the first time we saw a little bit of a downturn in Panther football. We think Iowa State's offense is, is absolutely loaded. Their secondary is good. It feels different this year. It really it feels to me like you're walking into a... I don't want to say the cliche a hornet's nest, but this is going to be a tough spot for the Panthers on Saturday night. Well, I, no, I, I just think that I don't think there's any question. This is a much tougher game this time around, and, and I think a lot of it is because Iowa State is just a much better football team in year two under Coach Campbell. Everything you read, you see, you talk to people that cover them. Uh, I, I talked to Randy Peterson yesterday, who's covered Iowa State football for years, and he said. He thinks this could be the very best offensive unit that he's ever seen Iowa State put on the field in his years of covering it, and that's saying a lot. I mean, they've had some great players, Troy Davis and Seneca Wallace and Sage Rosenfeld. I mean, they've had some, some Blythe. NFL guys. Yeah, Blythe, I mean, tremendous players. So that's saying a lot. But let me throw this at you. If you and I win that game last year, and let's say they go 8-3, and three, and they go to the, the FCS playoffs and win a game or two. I think you would look at you and I differently. I agree. Go, yeah, go, but, but they stumbled. They went five and six. They lost five games. Five of their six losses were by six points or less. Um, that, that was so close to being an eight and three type team and a playoff team. Um, I, 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 think this, I think this you and I football team is a better team than they were a year ago that went in and won at Jack Trice. But I do think it is a much tougher game for the Panthers this time around, simply because I just think that the Cyclones are are a much better Big 12 football team this year. And with, with the Panthers beating them a year ago in Coach Campbell's first game, you just absolutely know that they're not looking past this game Saturday night any way, shape, or form and thinking about game in week two with Iowa. They – they they want to get this first win. Um, he's going to have their full attention, and it's he's got a better team. So uh, you're right. The Panthers, I think, no doubt have their hands full, and I always think the Panthers are going to win. I, there's never been a game that Panther football has gone into in my 24 years of doing the game that I thought, yeah, we're not going to win this game. We, we can't win. I've always felt we're going to find a way to win. 
I, I will feel that way again on Saturday, but I, I totally agree that it is going to be much tougher in 2017 than, than the Panthers going in there a year ago and, and, and winning 25-20. Even when they played Marshall and Randy Moss, he still thought they were going to get it done? I did, but it didn't take me too long into that game, TC, and I realized it might not happen. <laughs> Gary Riva joining us here, the voice of the UNI Panthers. Gary, a huge turnover in the coaching staff. Are we going to see any changes, or is this pretty standard Farley ball, kind of what we've expected to see out of Coach Farley coach teams over the years, or expected to see some new wrinkles here for 2017? I think you'll see some new wrinkles. I really do, and I think on both sides of the football, guys, and I and, – um, I can't share them with you today, but I think just watch that game and just, you, you know, you're going to see the passing game. You're going to see the running game. But I think offensively you'll see some new twists. I think defensively they've got some 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 new ideas as far as how they'll approach it defensively with the, the, the players they have. It's one thing that I've noticed, um, and, and Coach Farley's had a big hand in this, but I think his assistants have too, I really think, their game planning and scheming offensively and defensively because of the talent they have. And, you know, some coaches, when, when Craig Bull had his run at North Dakota State and now Chris Kleiman, they have a style of football you just know they're going to play and they don't really deviate much from it. They just they recruit to their, their type of football they want to play. I think this new coaching staff with seven new guys have, have implemented the right things for the talent that you and I have instead of saying, hey, this is we've always done this, this is what we always do at UNI. So uh, it's going to be fun to see how it, how it does unveil and turn out. I know there's, there's a lot of angst out there and anxiety maybe with, with seven new coaches and, and there, are there going to be some mistakes and, you know, who's calling plays, who's up in the box, who's not. Uh, you know, for, for seven of these coaches, They've never coached at Iowa State when there's 60,000 fans there and they're the opposition and, and the pressure is on. So, um, But I, I think Coach Farley's hired some, some tremendous guys. I, 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 think they're, I think they're excellent. You just hope there aren't too many little glitches in the opening part of the season because you do have so many new, new parts to this coaching staff. Hmm. Well, the quarterback, Eli Dunn, Gary, uh, got uh, significant playing time last year late in the year. Certainly can help him. Uh, didn't get the start last year in uh, at, at Jack Trice Stadium. But what from when, when you've been to practice, from when you've been, talked to the coaches, how has Dunn improved from his sophomore to now going into his junior season? Well, I think it's made a big difference, Ken, coming into fall camp that he knows he's the man. I mean, they're just... There isn't the Aaron Bailey or Eli Dunn talk every practice, every press conference, every time he talks to media. Hey, are you going to be the guy? I mean, he, he just knows that it's his team. And, and I think one of the biggest things I've seen is his leadership of the offense. It, 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 it reminds me of, of what I saw Eric Sanders do in 2005, 2006, 2007, when he knew it was his offense, it was his team. Um, and, and I think that's what you need out of your quarterback. You need that guy that commands the huddle, that knows where everybody's supposed to be and everybody trusts him. I, I, I think he looks more mobile this year than, than I remember him last year. I, you know, he's a great thrower. He can really, he can sling the football guys. He's accurate. He's got a strong arm. He's a big, strong six, five, 240 pound quarterback, but he, he just looks like he's, a little more mobile this year too, so that that's exciting. The only thing that I would just caution Panther fans with: we got high expectations for Eli Dunn this year. We're, 
it just feels like he could have a, a tremendous junior season. But we do have to remember he's only started four games in his collegiate career. He played in five last year, started four. So th- there will be some mistakes along the way. Um, it's not like he's a, a returning two-year starter or even a full-year starter. So you got to have a little patience with him. And I know the coaching staff will, but uh, I think the fan base has to understand, too, that, that he's only got four starts under his belt. And uh, looks like a new kicker winning the job, Sam Drysdale, at least listed at the tep, uh, top of the depth chart. Tell us a little bit about the year, young man that I'm sure you probably saw a little bit over there at Cedar Rapids Prairie when you're watching your grandson before he made his way up to Cedar Falls. Yeah, a uh, very accurate kicker. Uh, beats out Austin Earthum. Earthum was the kicker a year ago early on. Uh, had an okay year with 7 of 11 on field goals. But Sam Drysdale, second half of the year, he never missed a field goal, guys. He was 6 for 6 in field goal tries. Now, most of them were from 29 and in, which you expect your guy to make, but he did hit a, a 40-yarder. Um, just watching him in practice, he, he's, just, he's just accurate. I mean, he's got... He doesn't have the biggest, strongest leg where you think he's going to step out there and you know hit a 52-yarder, but if he's 45 and in, it's almost like he's money. So um, I can see why the coaching staff wants to go with him early on. Austin Earthham is ready to step in. He's looked good in practice, too. I think they'll kind of share the kickoff duties. But, yeah, the sophomore uh, from Cedar Rapids Prairie going to get his chance to to be the place kicker right out of the gate. And, uh, you know, what a thrill for a young man like that to know going into a big game to open the season, you know, 60,000 fans playing at night under the lights at Jack Trice and you're the place kicker. I mean, you know how excited everybody else gets, whether you're a running back or a linebacker or a a quarterback. But for a kicker, they get pumped up too. And and I know he's looking forward to the opportunity to – to show what he can do on Saturday night. Well, I want to give you a chance to brag a little bit, Gary, because you deserve it. Uh, you touched on a little bit, Trent. Did your grandson, Jalen Ryman, number 87, he catches the football, he returns punts, he returns kickoffs. Uh, going into his sophomore season, um, it's got to be an amazing thrill for you to be able to do what you do and have your grandson on the field. But he's not on the field because his grandpa calls the games. He's earned his way. Tell us about your grandson, Jalen. Well, and I appreciate you saying that because he 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 was a tremendous high school player um, and and you know an outstanding track. Some people forget about his track uh, success that he had. He won three individual state championship events at the state track meet his senior year and anchored their four by one that won the state uh, championship and the team title. But um, Jalen, he's just a great kid. I, you know, he he's so fun to be around. He loves to play football. I. I I really thought, I, I, I told him a year ago, I said, you know your ticket is baseball, Jalen. You're, mm. you're a great center fielder. You can run. You can play baseball for a long, long time. And he said, Grandpa, I, I love football. I just, I love football. I said, well, you go, you go do what you want to do, and you go play wherever you want to play. And, and I'm really glad that he picked you and I. But, you know, for a, a true freshman in a quality program like you and I to score four touchdowns a year ago, two receiving, two in the return game, um, he's going to be a big part of their offense this year. It, it, it is it is fun, Ken. I mean, just you know how much I love you and I football. And then when when you have a grandson who gets to play for your team, you cover and you broadcast for and you follow, knowing you're going to get to see every one of his collegiate games. That just uh, yeah, it's it just makes going to the the stadium on game day just that much more fun for me. 
With that, Gary, we are short on time. Always good catching up with you. We will do it again uh, soon as we'll be listening Saturday night. You and I, the pregame show. What time do you guys get things started with the night game Saturday? Uh, Six o'clock pregame show kickoff at seven again. Just so appreciative of of the big talker, KBGG, carrying uh, our football and men's basketball games. You guys do a great job. We got a lot of Panther fans right in your neck of the woods and can't thank you guys enough for, for being the voice of the Panthers in the, the Des Moines Capital City area, guys. Well, Gary, we'll have you on a lot clearly uh, during the basketball season as the Panthers will be carrying the flag in the Valley. Good luck on Saturday, Gary. Thanks for coming on, Trent, and I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. All right, good to talk to you. Gary Ryman, the voice of the UNI Panthers, football and men's basketball here well, uh, starting Saturday night and right through the end of the uh, whenever the Panthers put the balls away for the season. The championship game, right? That's what I meant Opt- to say. Yes, yeah. uh, optimistic look from a UNI alumni. With that, I'm going to weigh uh, a little beer right now. What do you think? You're going to what? I'm going to give away beer. Can we do that? I can do that. Well, fire away. How, what do you gotta, how do we do that? Well, we have our fantasy. This is news fo- to me, yes, Trent. Yes, fantasy football contest a week from tomorrow, Wednesday, September 6th. Be out at Draft House 50. And right now, by qualifying for our league, all you have to do, call 264-1700. Now, what's the free beer you're talking about? Well, Draft House 50, they got these nice little cards. you see these in front of me? I do. And it says, good for one. Free beer. Free beer. <laughs> free pint. From Draft House 50, Mill Civic Parkway in West Des Moines. Get qualified for a fantasy contest, and we're going to have a lot of fun out there a week from tomorrow at Draft House 50. Calls up right now. 264-1700 to get qualified and into our fantasy football contest. Again, 515-264-1700. And how much does the fantasy contest for the year cost you? Absolutely nothing. It's getting free. better. Great prizes that the Draft House 50 is putting together. We got some tickets. We got mm-hmm. plenty of gift certificates out there. If you like fantasy football, if you like free beer, give us a call at 264-1700. Seems like a slam dunk to me. We'll take a break. We'll head to uh, Connecticut next. Zubin Mahente, ESPN. He joins us. It's the Ken Miller Show here on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Afternoons, we talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, Des Moines' savviest sports duo on the Big Talker, 1700 KBGG. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. You've got skills, so why not make money with those skills? Can you mow a yard, clean a house, hang a flat-screen TV, haul off some junk? Well, check out Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L.com. Tackle is an amazing new app that connects people who can perform small jobs and chores with customers who need them done. And the Tackle app is coming to cities all across America soon. Go to Tackle.com to see where Tackle is launching next. Just complete the six easy steps to register, and you can be your own boss, set your own hours, and make great money as a Tackle provider. The Tackle app is revolutionizing the way people get things done. Go to Tackle.com today and sign up. Stop thinking about making money doing what you love and start doing it with Tackle. Sign up to be a Tackle provider now at Tackle.com. Tackle.com. That's T-A-K-L dot com. 
your car's in pretty good shape. If it's only six or seven years old, you just commute to work every day and take the occasional road trip. Sometimes you drive around just so your dog can hang his head out the window. Your car doesn't have to be old to accumulate miles. Pennzoil High Mileage is for any vehicle with 75,000 miles or more on it. It's specially formulated to reduce oil consumption and leaks and reduce engine wear. Pennzoil High Mileage, because before you know it, you'll be on the road again. Find Pennzoil at a Walmart near you and make the switch. Worry less with Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual saved me almost $800 when I switched my home and auto insurance. Liberty did what? Yeah, I got the perfect coverage for us. And I didn't have to worry about skimping on MS Party. Well, that explains the... Holy! Best birthday ever! Visit us online to get a quote. You can leave worry behind when Liberty stands with you. Liberty Mutual Insurance. Based on a recent countrywide survey of new customers, coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company. We talk sports on 1700 with Jimmy B and TC, noon to 3. The trick golf shot that I do have is when I hit it in the woods if I find it. If I find it in the woods, I'm good. I've seen you golf. The trick shot for you is hitting the green in regulation. There you go. And Des Moines' biggest local sports show, Marty and Miller, from 3 to 6 on 1700. Of the three teams on your throwout in the West list, the one at the bottom would be the one that I might no, keep in. don't trust them as far as I can throw. Big sports on 1700 KBGG. Kate here with Food Dudes Delivery. Are you tired of the same old delivery options? Well, Food Dudes Delivery can solve that problem for you. We deliver for restaurants that don't do delivery. Order through us at fooddudesdelivery.com. Food Dudes Delivery offers commercial and residential delivery service along with the option to pre-order. Our delivery rate is always a flat fee, so whether you're ordering $15 for yourself or $300 for a party, it's going to be the same flat fee. We deliver all throughout the metro area, always keeping your food hot and fresh. Food Dudes Delivery has a vast range of food options for you to choose from. So place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. Welcome back. It's the uh, Ken Miller Show on the Big Talker, KBGG, 1700 on your AM dial. Trent Condon is here with me. We are here until 2. Coming up uh, in the 1 o'clock hour, Mitch Holtis, the voice of the Chiefs, in his regular spot about 140. Prior to that, we'll talk some more NFL with uh, Frank Schwab from YahooSports.com. Well, let's head east, shall we? He is uh, formerly WOI here in town, now an ESPN Sports Center anchor. He's Zubin Mahent, and he joins us. Zubin, Ken, and Trent, how are you, sir? 
Good, guys. What's going on? Good to talk to you. Uh, lots of ground to cover with you, as always, Zubin, as we kind of span the uh, world of sports with you. But it's college football week, so I'm sure we'll spend most of our time right there. Um, Zubin, let me throw this one at you. And you can't say Florida State and Alabama. But of the, all the other slated games this weekend, you can go to Sunday night if you want. Um, you can go to Monday night if you want. What, is there one game other than... Uh, the Seminoles and Bama that uh, moves your needle more than the others. Yeah, I mean, I really want to see Florida and Michigan, mostly because there's just a lot of intrigue around the game. Um, you know, McElwain basically said, <laughs> I know Spurrier used to play Johnson and Palmer, but, you know, McElwain did not rule out using all three guys in the game, which is amazing. I mean, Malik Zaire has answered there with the hopes of playing, and he hasn't been able to wrestle the job away. And he would be Florida's first left-handed quarterback since Tim Tebow. Um, and Franks looks like a great young freshman. And Del Rio, I think uh, people are down on him, but uh, he hasn't really been healthy, and now he's healthy. So I don't know. If they say the old cliche is you have two quarterbacks, you have no quarterbacks. I don't know what it means to be a three-quarterback, <laughs> right. but it's really interesting, um, only because they won back-to-back SEC East titles, and I think people know that that's about as far as they're going to get because, uh, you know, they got wowed by Alabama in both of those title games. But – to me, that's interesting, and Michigan is, is really a team that I think uh, is intriguing. I think you guys probably keep a closer tabs on them, but I tend to think that because Michigan, I believe, had more players drafted than any other team uh, in the NFL, I think if they take a slight dip back, which is totally acceptable, by the way, mm-hmm. because they lost that much and Harbaugh's still getting his guys in there, I just have a feeling some of the antics, let's say they finish behind Ohio State and lose to Ohio State again, uh, they finish behind... Wisconsin, I know, quote-unquote, it's hard to do that. We're talking different divisions. But let's just say in terms of the rankings, right, they fall behind Penn State. Um, If they're the fourth-best team in the Big Ten, which they actually might be, I don't think that would be like an upset, but let's just say they are the fourth-best team in the Big Ten this year. Um, I think some of the things that people have found endearing about Jim will start to become sort of like uh, skeptical, Um, sort of like, yeah, this guy's great. He moves the needle. He gets a lot of attention. Um, but he's got to do something. I'm not taking anything away from what he's done. Ten wins with Rudock, uh, another great season Amazing last story. season. Everything could have changed. The Ohio, yeah, the Ohio State game had that, you know, had that fourth down gone mm-hmm. the other way. This is a completely different situation. But I start, I start to think just maybe just a little bit, people will start to roll their eyes at him versus talk about how creative of a genius. He is with some of the antics if things don't go as well. I'm not sold on Wilton Spike, but we'll see. Go ahead, Trent. Sorry. Uh, Jim McElwain, I got to jump in here. The picture that surfaced this summer of him hugging a shark, but it really (laughs) wasn't him. So then afterwards, instead of having fun with it, he gets all sacrimonious. See, I missed this. What are you talking about? There's a picture of a man that caught a shark in the ocean, Uh and he is naked hugging him. The I, shark. That's a fine. I'm good. Yeah. (laughs) And he looked exactly like Jim McElwain. Turns out to be some British guy. But instead of having fun with it, he says it's disrespectful to his family. He can't believe. What's the over-under, Zubin? A number of pictures of, quote, Jim McElwain and the shark we're going to see on game day coming up throughout the year. Oh, no, it's possible. The funny thing you say about that, Trent, I would mention, is that I don't know if you guys caught this. It was just something that I just happened to run across because I know you guys are knee-deep in Iowa and Iowa State at the moment. But I was looking at some stuff, and I saw a um, comment from basically McElwain taking a swipe at Harbaugh Mm -hmm. this week and basically said, to your point, he doesn't have fun with stuff like that. Well, if that had happened to Jim Harbaugh, if it had been a Jim Harbaugh sort of uh, doppelganger, he would have had fun with it. It would have been crazy. 
And McElwain kind of went out to say that, you know, that's just not my thing. If he needs to bring attention onto, onto himself, he can do that. But we prefer to sort of stay away from that. I don't think he was trying to burn him, but he definitely could have throttled back his choice of words if he wanted to. So I think deep down, McElwain's just a pretty straight-laced guy. Remember, he coached under Nick Saban, and even if you're not a straight-laced guy, when you tend to coach under him, you take some of his uh, tendencies, and Harbaugh's just going to be Harbaugh. So I just tend to think that there are two diametrically opposed guys standing on those sidelines, and McElwain actually took a little bit of a dig at him this week. Interesting. Uh, Zubin Mahanti is our guest. Zubin, um, look, it, it's ACC, it's Louisville. We don't really pay a lot of attention to it, although it's a really good conference. I mean, the defending national champ resides there. They're going to be salty again this year. They may, at least for the time being. It's all cyclical. Have uh, They may have supplanted the SEC as, as the overall best conference in college football. But where I want to go with you is, is to Louisville and the defending Heisman Trophy winner in Lamar Jackson. He returns, yet, I mean, when we've had returning Heisman, or when we've had Heisman winners come back for another year, the hype is usually off the charts with this guy. I'm hearing very little conversation about Lamar Jackson this year, which tells me a couple of things, that there's a ton of other good college football players that maybe have waited their time behind them, or they were underclassmen, they got another year under their belt, and they're about to take that proverbial next step. But for a returning Heisman winner, Lamar Jackson is really flying under the preseason radar. We were talking about this the other day. I think it's a very valid point. I think there's two things to it. Your first point is, is a great one. I mean, there's just a ton of great names out there. I guess there's three points. Um, number one, your, your point is valid. Sam Darnold's out there. Saquon Barkley's out there. There's just some really good players out there. I think, I think by the end of September, Cam Akers could be on that list. He hasn't taken a snap in college yet. So I think we're always looking for what's next. It's no different in college football than, than really anything else. Two, I think that um, a lot of people felt as though um, he sort of stumbled at the end. You know, they, they lost that game to Houston. Um, they lost that game to Kentucky. Um, and they weren't great in their bowl game. And so I think a lot of people felt like, yeah, he was tremendous. He had an RG3 quality. Like, he, he jumped on the scene. Like, nobody was talking about Lamar Jackson at this time last year. Much like the RG3 one, nobody was talking about him in the summer prior to his winning when Baylor was 8-4. and four. And toward the end of the season, while people still thought he was incredible and his performance against Clemson might have been the single best performance in a loss, all season, toward the end of the season, he didn't really ascend to the Heisman. Nobody really caught him. He was so good that even though his stumbles got him there, that's two. And three, I think there's a lot of people that would tell you that um, after they saw the championship game, and Dabo said it himself, the best player was Clemson's quarterback. And I think there's a lot of people that don't actually think that he was the best player. In the regular season, was he the most exciting player? Sure. But at the end of the season, they lost to Kentucky in an in-state rivalry game, slouched in their bowl, and the other quarterback who outdueled Jackson in that classic game went on to defeat Alabama. Again, I understand it's, a, it's voted on in December, and that game was in January. But I think it's a combination of things, Ken, like you said. Great talent, stumbled down the stretch, quote-unquote stumbled down the stretch. He wasn't electric the entire way like we like to see Heisman winners. Uh, and the notion that I think a lot of people at the end of the season, if they had to vote again, would probably not have voted for him. They would have voted for another quarterback in the ACC. Last thing for me, Zubin, as we get ready for the college football season officially to get going on Thursday night, is the Big 12 going to be left out for the third time in four years of the college football playoff? It's just so hard to say because the, the whole variable of the Big 12 title game is just you never know. Like, you just don't know. 
uh, in years past, the Big 12 title game has actually hurt the league, as you know. There have mm-hmm. been a ton of upsets relative to other title games. I would hearken to say that if you took the amount of upsets that have kept the Big 12 out of the BCS or kept the Big 12 out of late major, major bowl games, it would actually be a hindrance. And actually, that's great for the league. Um, upsets are great in those situations. Uh, but I don't know what this is going to mean. Now, remember, this is the first time in the playoff era, and a relatively short playoff era, of course, that all five Power Five leagues are going to have a championship. The 13th. And, again, we'll have to wait to see how that manifests itself. Um, but after, what, I think it was a seven-year absence on the Big 12 title game, I think the last one was maybe 2010 or whatever it was, um, it just remains to be seen. Uh, Oklahoma and Oklahoma State could play twice. Obviously, whoever will play in the championship game will be a second game. That will be like a rematch. How will the committee take that into consideration, where are not regular season rematches? Sometimes they are, but oftentimes they're not. In the Big 12, it's going to have to be, obviously, because of the round-robin schedule. How will they look at a rematch? If the team split, what does that mean? If it's a blowout in the first one, it's close in the second one. So it just, it just stands to reason that with a 10-team league, even though everybody's uniform with the title game, the, the lack of teams vis-a-vis the Big Ten who has 14 teams or the SEC who has 14 teams, I think that will really affect what happens uh, with the Big 12. It's very hard to say because you have no idea what kind of wild card that title game is going to be. I think it's fair to say, if you put down 20 bucks now, that the winner of the ACC title game and the SEC title game is going and the Big to the Ten. college football playoff. Yep. And the Big Ten yep. is going to the college football playoff. I, you just can't guarantee at this point because of the rematch nature what it's going to mean in the Big 12. Great stuff, Zubin. We are out of time. We'll catch you next week and every week after that. We appreciate it, as always. Zubin Mahente from ESPN. Zubin, just real quick in our final 20 seconds. What, what are, where will we see you this weekend? Uh, what have, uh, what's ESPN got planned for you? We, uh, starting this Saturday, I'll be up against, well, it's going to be tough because I know you guys love college football, but if you ever want some NFL or NBA when it starts in October, uh, every Saturday starting this fall throughout the football season, uh, we'll be on ESPN2. I'll be doing it by myself, actually. It'll be 9 to 12. So if game day's in a commercial or you want a little baseball playoff or NFL or NBA or NHL, Ken, for you, we'll be with you every Saturday morning, 9 to 12, throughout the entirety of the football season. Good stuff. Thank you, Zubin. Appreciate it. Take care, guys. Good to talk to you. Zuba Mante, ESPN, as we come to the end of the first hour here on the Big Talker, KBGG 1700, Frank Schwab, Yahoo Sports, Mitch Holtis in hour number two. It's the Ken Miller Show with Trent Conn, and we'll be back after these. News, talk, sports. Yeah, we got all that online at 1700kbgg.com. Are you sick of the same old tired lunches, leftovers, bad drive through options? Food Dudes Delivery has your answer. Food Dudes delivers for restaurants that don't offer delivery all across the Des Moines metro. Order online at fooddudesdelivery.com and get out of the lunch rut today with Food Dudes Delivery. Place your order for lunch today, dinner tonight, or your office tomorrow at fooddudesdelivery.com. That's fooddudesdelivery.com. Trust, quality, value. Just some of the words that have been used by Wolf Construction Roofing customers to describe their experience. Wolf Construction Roofing works on residential and commercial roofing, including single-family and multi-family homes, tear-offs, specialty roofing, and gutters. 
Wolf Construction has grown into a roofing machine that installs and re-roofs nearly 2 million square feet of roofing each year. Wolf Construction has been given the Super Service Award from Angie's List and is accredited with the Better Business Bureau. Call them today for your free estimate. Wolf Construction Roofing, 515-216-3643. That's 515-216-3643. And online, wolfconstruction.net. Earnings vary based on your effort. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Des Moines? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Than Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Des Moines area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Des Moines is a perfect market for my system, and this week I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, call 1-800-539-2200. Seating is extremely limited. Call right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. That's 1-800-539-2200. That's 1-800-539-2200. At the Home Depot, free carpet insulation means free carpet insulation. And free includes clearing out furniture, ripping out old carpet, hauling it away, even carpeting stairs with no hidden fees. Free installation on carpet 699 bucks or more means free installation only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. Ballot on carpet priced $1 or more per square foot. Specialty items may be priced separately. With free next day delivery from Staples, you can run your business like a pro. You can guarantee the marketing department that they'll get their supplies tomorrow and guarantee the accounting department that they'll be delivered free. With free next day delivery, you'll have the ability to move deadlines up and adjust budgets down. Go to staples.com and get the office essentials you need delivered next day for free. Staples, it's pro time. Orders over $49.99, placed by 5 p.m. Excludes weekends and holidays. Eligible items only. Dutch Boy's new Platinum Plus paint with Stain Shield technology has the performance you expect from a luxury paint at a price you didn't. Platinum Plus is up to 50% more washable and stain resistant than a leading premium paint in satin sheen. Superiority ranges from 24 to 50% depending on sheen selected. Platinum Plus keeps your walls looking new longer. 